Hello, and welcome to the Fear into Faith Global Bible Revival. We're reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just 52 weeks. If you're new joining us today, welcome and enjoy the reading. Be sure to head over to BibleRevival.tv to sign up for our free newsletters where we share the reading assignments for that week. Join us as we get 100,000 people together to read the Bible cover to cover. So why don't you join me right now as we get into today's reading. John 19. Then therefore Pilate took Yeshua and flogged him, and the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and placed it on his head, and they put a purple robe on him, and came to him and said, Greetings, sovereign of the Yehudim! And they slapped him in his, the face. And Pilate went outside again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no guilt in him. Then Yeshua came outside wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, and Pilate said to them, See the man. So when the chief priests and officers saw him, they shouted, saying, Impale, impale. Pilate said to them, You take him and impale him, for I find no guilt in him. The Yehudim answered him, We have a law, and according to our law he ought to die, for he has made himself the son of Elohim. So when Pilate heard his, this word, he was more afraid and went back into the palace and asked Yeshua, where are you from? But Yeshua gave him no answer. Then Pilate said to him, do you not speak to me? Do you not know that I possess authority to impale you and I possess authority to release you? Yeshua answered, you would possess no authority against me if it were not given you from above. Because of this, he who delivered me to you has greater sin. From then on, Pilate was seeking to release him, but the Yehudim shouted, saying, If you release this one, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a sovereign does speak against Caesar. Therefore, when Pilate heard these words, he brought Yeshua out and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. And it was the preparation day of the Pesah week and about the sixth hour. And he said to the Yehudim, see your sovereign. But they shouted, away, away, impale him. Pilate said to them, shall I impale your sovereign? The chief priest answered, we have no sovereign except Caesar. At that time, then he delivered him to be impaled. And they took Yeshua and led him away. And bearing his stake, he went out to the so-called place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew, Golgotha, where they impaled him and two others with him, one on this side and one on that side, and Yeshua in the middle. And Pilate wrote a title too and put it on the stake, and it was written, Yeshua of Nazareth, the sovereign of the Yehudim. Many of the Yehudim therefore read this title, for the place where Yeshua was impaled was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew and Greek and Roman. So the chief priest of the Yehudim said to Pilate, do not write the sovereign of the Yehudim, but he said, I am the sovereign of the Yehudim. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had impaled Yeshua, took his outer garments and made four parts to each soldier a part and the inner garment. 
but the inner garment was without seam, woven from the top in one piece. So they said to each other, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled, which said, they divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. The soldiers, therefore, indeed did this. And by the stake of Yeshua stood his mother and his mother's sister, Miriam, the wife of Clopha, and Miriam from Magdala. Then Yeshua, seeing his mother and the taught one whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, see your son. Then to the taught one he said, See your mother. And from that hour, that taught one took her into his home. After this, Yeshua, knowing that all had been accomplished in order that the scripture might be accomplished, said, I thirst. And a bowl of sour wine stood there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on hyssop, and held it to his mouth. So when Yeshua took the sour wine, he said, It has been accomplished. And he, bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Therefore, since it was the preparation day, that the body should not remain on the stake on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high one. The Yehudim asked Pilate to have their legs broken and that they be taken away. Therefore, the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was impaled with him. But when they came to Yeshua and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and instantly blood and water came out. And he who has seen has witnessed and his witness is true. And he knows that he is speaking the truth in order that you might believe. For this took place in order for the scripture to be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, they shall look on him whom they pierced. And after this, Yosef of Ramathayim, being a taught one of Yeshua, but secretly for fear of the Yehudim, asked Pilate that he might take the body of Yeshua and Pilate gave permission. Therefore he came and took the body of Yeshua. And Naphtimon, who at first came to Yeshua by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds. Then they took the body of Yeshua and bound it in linen wrappings with the spices, as was the habit of the Yehudim for burial. And at the place where he was impaled, there was a garden, and in the garden a fresh tomb in which no one had yet been laid. There then, because of the preparation day of the Yehudim, they laid Yeshua because the tomb was near. John 20 And on day one of the week, Miriam from Magdala came early to the tomb while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and came to Simon Kepha and to the other taught one whom Yeshua loved, and said to them, They have taken the master out of the tomb, and we do not know where they had laid him. Then Kepha and the other taught one went out, and they were going to the tomb. And the two were running together, but the other taught one outran Kepha and came to the tomb first. And stooping down, he saw the linen wrappings lying, but he did not go in. Then Simon Kepha came following him and went into the tomb and he saw the linen wrappings lying and the cloth which had been on his head not lying with the linen wrappings 
but folded up in a place by itself. So then the other taught one who came to the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet know the scripture that he has to rise again from the dead. Therefore, the taught ones went away again by themselves, but Miriam was standing outside by the tomb, weeping. Then as she wept, she stooped down to the tomb and saw two messengers in white, sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Yeshua had been laid. And they said to her, Woman, why do you weep? She said to them, Because they took away my master, and I do not know where they laid him. And having said this, she turned around and saw Yeshua standing, but she did not know that it was Yeshua. Yeshua said to her, Woman, why do you weep? Whom do you seek? Thinking he was the gardener, she said to him, Master, if you have carried him away, say to me where you put him, and I shall take him away. Yeshua said to her, Miriam. And she turned and said to him, Rabboni, which means teacher. Yeshua said to her, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, and to my Elohim and your Elohim. Miriam from Magdala came announcing to the taught ones that she had seen the master and that he had told her this. When therefore it was evening on that day, day one of the week, and when the doors were shut where the taught ones met for fear of the Yehudim, Yeshua came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace to you. And having said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The taught ones therefore rejoiced when they saw the master. Then Yeshua said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And having said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the set-apart spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they have been retained. But Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Yeshua came. So the other taught one said to him, We have seen the master. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and put my finger into the imprint of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I shall by no means believe. And after eight days, his taught ones were again inside, and Toma with them. Yeshua came, the doors having been shut, and he stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Toma, Bring your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Toma answered and said to him, My master and my Elohim. Yeshua said to him, Toma, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. There were indeed many other signs that Yeshua did in the presence of his taught ones, which are not written in this book. But these have been written so that you believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, the son of Elohim, and that believing you might possess life in his name. John 21. After this, Yeshua manifested himself again to the taught ones at the Sea of Kinnereth, and he manifested this way. Simon Kepha and Toma called the twin, and Nethanel of Cana in Galil, the sons of Zabdi, 
and two others of his taught ones were together. Simon Kepha said to them, I am going to fish. They said to him, we are also coming with you. They went out and immediately entered into the boat, and that night they caught none at all. But when it came early morning, Yeshua stood on the beach. However, the taught ones did not know that it was Yeshua. Then Yeshua said to them, children, have you any food? They answered him, no. And he said to them, throw the net on the right side of the boat and you shall find. So they threw and they were no longer able to draw it in because of the large number of fish. That taught one whom Yeshua loved said, then said to Kepha, it is the master. Then Simon Kepha, hearing that it was the master, put on his outer garment, for he was stripped and plunged into the sea. And the other taught ones came in the little boat, for they were not far from land, but about 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. So when they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid on it and bread. Yeshua said to them, bring some of the fish which you have now caught. Simon Kepha went up and dragged the net to land, filled with 153 big fishes. And though there were so many, the net was not broken. Yeshua said to them, come, have breakfast. And not one of the taught ones had the courage to ask him, who are you, knowing that it was the master. Yeshua came and took the bread and gave it to them, and the same with the fish. This was now the third time Yeshua was manifested to his taught ones after he was raised from the dead. When, therefore, they had eaten breakfast, Yeshua said to Simon Kepha, Simon, son of Yonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, master, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again, the second time, Simon, son of Yonah, do you love me? And he said to him, Yes, master, you know that I love you. He said to him, Shepherd my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Yonah, do you love me? Kepha was sad because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Master, you know all. You know that I love you. Yeshua said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you shall stretch out your hands and another shall gird you and bring you where you do not wish. Now this he said, signifying by what death he would esteem Elohim. And having said this, he said to him, follow me. And Kepha turning around, saw the taught one whom Yeshua loved following, who also had leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Master, who is the one who is delivering you up? Seeing him, Kepha said to Yeshua, and Kepha, turning around, saw the taught one whom Yeshua loved, following, who also had leaned on his breast at the supper, and said, Master, who is the one who is delivering you up? Seeing him, Kepha said to Yeshua, But Master, what about this one? Yeshua said to him, If I wish him to remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Therefore this word went out among the brothers that this taught one would not die. However, Yeshua did not say to him that he would not die, but if I desire him to remain until I come, what is it to you? This is the taught one who bears witness about these matters and wrote these matters, and we know that his witness is true. Now there is much else that Yeshua did, 
If every one of them were written, I think that the world itself would not contain the written books. Amen. Well, that concludes our reading for today. We hope today's message spoke to you. Today's reading was made possible by the Fear and Faith Store and support of listeners like you. Remember to head over to BibleRevival.tv to purchase merch, access more resources, check out other interviews, as well as all the previous recordings. 